Okay, have you been sitting on the sidelines waiting for the sky to fall, unsure what's happening with interest rates, and you would love to sell or maybe you'd like to buy your next home and you just really aren't sure what to do? This episode is packed with all the things that are happening in the Midwest and across the country in real estate and mortgages, and we're here to keep you informed. So let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. All right, Bus Bench babes. Fall is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Real estate market is shifting, things are changing, and we're going to talk all about what you need to know for the real estate market here in fall of 2023. And guess what? I have a special guest with me here today. I have Annie Grayson, who is a longtime friend, and she is the listing manager on the Danny Buyer Real Estate Team in Kansas City. So welcome, Annie. Thank you. I'm not sure how you wrangled me into doing this, but here I am. <laughs> Annie was in town. I thought, yeah, you're in real estate. Like We're in a very similar market. Let's jump on and do this podcast together. Well, Annie, thanks for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself when you're not slinging real estate, what are you doing? So uh, a lot like you, I love to travel. I love to host people in my home. My husband and I love to have our family and friends over. Um, always loving to get out and travel, try new restaurants. I've got two new puppies. So they're kind of the, uh, you know, the light of my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So Annie and I have known each other for years and years. We go way back to the mortgage business days. And when I first moved home from Tampa, I worked for my family's mortgage company and we were brokers, mortgage brokers. And one of the lenders we worked with was First Horizon, which is based out of Tennessee, but they had a huge yeah. presence in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And Annie worked for them. And that's how we met, like originally like via fax and emails. Yep. And then you got a position to move you to Minnesota and we felt like we already knew each other. And then that yeah. was like, 21-ish yeah. something years ago. Lifetime ago. Yeah. So Annie's been in town over the weekend and we've done a lot of fun girl stuff and kind of went to some of our old haunts and now we're, now we're doing a podcast. Now, yeah. Just, you know, what you do on a Sunday. <laughs> so let's talk about the fall real estate market. Um, what's your market been like in the Kansas City market? Well, I, I think very similar to here this last year has just been the word I always use is just weird, right? Like yeah. there's just been this weird shift and uh, we still have a lot of people in this mindset about the fear of rates and rates being so much higher than they were. Um, you know, one thing that we really talk to our clients a lot about right now, especially people purchasing homes is 
you're purchasing a home that you love, not a rate that you love, Mm -hmm. right? Like rates, we are going to see rate adjustments. Beth's going to talk about that. We are going to see rates come back down again, but you know, the days of two and 3% are long gone and um, you can refinance very easy. Work with a great lender who can put you in a position to keep you informed on, you know, when rates come back down, find the home that you love and do a refinance later. So Absolutely. August is always kind of the slow time for us. I don't know if it's here too. I think when people are getting ready to go back to school, things yeah. start to get a little yeah. weird depending on the price point. Trying to take back vacations before school starts back up. People are trying to get moved into new jobs before school starts, you know, or just try to be settled before that. So, um, but all in all, I mean, we're still we're still very busy mm-hmm. uh, in Kansas City. It's just it's just different. Just looks yeah. a little bit different. We're working a little bit harder with buyers to find homes, still with a shortage of inventory, but there's still plenty plenty of real estate happening. Yeah, I feel the same here. We have some different kind of listings currently. And so it's like, I've had to kind of retrain my brain that I'm like, okay, normally we just sell like single family kind of in competitive price points. So now we have like a commercial listing and some multifamily and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's just different. And so not that they're not selling. It's like, it's just different because they, they're selling at a different pace than a mm-hmm. single family. And so it's more of me like retraining my brain. So then I'm not coming across as like hysterical to the client. Like, yeah. oh, so houses aren't flying off the market. Well, this type of property doesn't fly off the market. Yeah. And it's different marketing strategy. And it's totally. a different set of buyers looking at those properties yep. that you have to figure out how to appeal to. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pushing me out of my comfort zone, I guess, is the moral of that story, which is great. Yeah, it's super good. Well, so here's what's happening for the fall. Like, there's a bunch of stuff. I pulled a bunch of stats and data from all over. You know, I, like, nerd out on all this stuff. And basically, like like Annie said, interest rates are up. But um, I went to lunch with one of my lenders this last week, and he said it doesn't seem to be causing buyers not to buy. He's like... He goes, I will quote buyers a 7% interest rate. And he goes, they're not, they don't even flinch. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you saw this in Kansas City. Like last June when interest rates, I came back from my world like trip in Mm -hmm. Africa and interest rates had all changed. And I'm like, oh my God, now what? And all the buyers had like pumped the brakes because they're all freaking out. And then when Mm -hmm. everyone realized, oh, this is our new normal. Okay, we're fine. Mm -hmm. Now we're just going to get back to it. Mm -hmm. And We'll just refinance whenever we can. Yeah. And I think we're, our market's been a little bit slower to come back around to that because we are still, it is still a major objection that we face with buyers is, gosh, should I just keep waiting? But the bottom line is none of the major experts out there are saying that at least in our market, that values are going to decrease. So today is still the cheapest time to buy the house that you're looking at. Absolutely. Next year it will be more. The year after that it'll be more. Yep. So, you know, like I said earlier, you fall in love with the house, not the interest rate that's happening right Mm -hmm. this moment. Yeah, market is still super competitive here in the Twin Cities. We still overall have a really strong demand. Um, Inventory still remains tight. So one of the things that's really putting pressure on inventory right now is that buyers that bought like during COVID and even like 2018, 2019 had lower interest rates. Mm -hmm. And so those are the buyers that are like, do I want to sell my home, even though I'm like busting at the seams to buy a bigger house with a higher interest rate? Because it's going to, we're going to feel the ouch. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is, that's affecting interest rates for, I'm sorry, affecting the inventory for sure. 
Um, Forbes said prices in the Northeast and Midwest have gone up in 2023, but we've seen some declines in the West. And I know from just like some of my Tom Ferry real estate friends that sell out in the West have talked about a lot of price reductions. And we don't have a ton of those here in the Twin Cities yet, assuming that a home is priced really good right out of the gate. Yeah, and that's definitely the key in our market. We're seeing that more in the luxury price point that we have to do price drops. Um, but I don't think that that's necessarily uh, a situation that's happening just because of this market. I think no. that's always kind of been the case. Yep. Um, I mean, you talk about $10,000, $10,000 on a $100,000 home is a lot different than $10,000 on a million dollar home. Right. right. So when you have to make slight adjustments, and sometimes that's just a strategy to get people re-engaged to have mm-hmm. a search pop up differently for a buyer that maybe it didn't catch their eye if they were looking at, you know, 700 and under and the price was 710, you mm-hmm. know, so you just have to, you know strategize like that too. But yeah, that price point of home is definitely taking longer in our market to sell Mm -hmm. right now. There's just a smaller buyer pool, the more expensive the homes, it's Mm -hmm. the fewer buyers you have looking in that price point. So it's interesting here. It's really like neighborhood by neighborhood. I feel like so there's some neighborhoods where that higher price point is kind of sitting and starting to feel a little bit stale. And then there's lots on Lake Minnetonka that are still selling in multiple offers mm-hmm. and they're well over a million dollars. And I think that buyer in particular isn't really affected by interest rates at all. Right. They're many times paying cash for a property mm-hmm. and they're like real estate's a safer harbor than maybe the stock market or mm-hmm. other investments. And they almost like don't care what the interest rates are yeah. doing. It feels like mm-hmm. in certain price points. So it becomes neighborhood by neighborhood. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. And here. that's lifestyle here is so much different. We don't have the luxury of the lakes everywhere. Yeah. You know, in Kansas city, we get tornadoes and we get sleet and, <laughs> but no ocean or, you know, big bodies to look of water. At. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have it as much of the lifestyle driven part which yes. i think here you do like having a lake home is definitely like right. a lifestyle type of thing to want to have right it's huge um so we all know jerome powell the fed um reserve commissioner he's talking about one more rate hike between now and the end of the year and it looks like inflation is finally getting under control it seems like these rate hikes are doing what the fed wants it to do and then i think we're going to see interest rates come down we saw some great stats they pulled fannie mae mba the mortgage banker association and nar the national association of realtors and they're all three of them so when they average out what their predictions are between now and the end of 2023 um the three of those major um, institutions are saying by the end of Q3, we should expect interest rates to be averaging about 6.63%. And by the end of the year, 6.27. So like six and a quarter, Mm -hmm. which is three quarters of a point lower than we currently are today. Mm -hmm. So that would be huge. And I I am literally going to go die on this hill. The minute the rate starts coming down dramatically, those that little that sect of buyers that have been sitting on the fence mm-hmm. waiting for the sky to fall are going to jump back into the game and house prices are going to continue to go up even more. Yeah, we're going to see offers again. Yep. Yeah, because buyer demand will continue to increase. Right, and and we still don't have enough homes in- to sell. Yep. Yeah. So overall, what we have seen so far this year, purchase applications are up, but they're still down about twenty percent um, from this time last year. So. 
you know, interest rates are affecting things, but maybe not as much as people were thinking that they were going to. And I still talk to buyers all the time. They're like, we're waiting for the market to crash. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Tell me a little bit more about that. Like what, you know, what data are you looking at that like kind of supports this theory with, you know, I'm always like wanting to learn more and tell me more about that. And it's usually not much data that they have to go on. But it's interesting when people think that the sky's going to fall. Annie and I lived through the mortgage crash of 07, 08. We've got a lot of war stories that we can mm-hmm. tell about that. The other thing is what happens in our market is we have to remind people to watch what's happening in Kansas City. Yeah. If you watch what's happening in California, like you just talked about, West Coast, home prices There's are down. nothing to do with the Midwest. Yeah, it is, it's not at all uh, indicative. Uh, indicative yeah. of what is happening here. Yeah. So don't let the the big news outlet be the person that's dictating right. how you feel the market right. is going. Right. Trust your local real estate expert. Yeah. Beth Peterson. Rand. <laughs> <laughs> and in Kansas City, <laughs> Danny, Danny Buyer Real Estate. <laughs> Danny Buyer Real Estate. Um new home sales, I think that is going to be it's it's been a big niche, but I, like, our team has been pushing that specifically. And what I'm loving about the new home sales right now is that a lot of builders are getting away from like actually just like you go in and you pick out a lot and build. They're building way more spec homes. All of the big national production builders are doing that. Um, the great thing is, is that you have no competition. So you, have, you don't have multiple offers. Uh, once you go in and put an kind of a deposit check down and it's usually like under 10 grand, they'll take the house off the market. So you're not even seeing it on MLS number anymore. Um, you can potentially have your home, your new purchase contingent upon the sale of your current home, which gives you a lot more flexibility. Um, we have a lot of builders in town that are offering like 10, $15,000 in closing costs. Plus they have great deals with their in-house lenders that if you use their in-house lender, they have special promotional interest rates. Um, one of them I saw a couple days ago was uh, 5.75 on a conventional loan. Wow. A 30-year fix conventional yeah. loan plus an additional $10,000 in closing costs. And you can be in a home in like 30, 45 days. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of really awesome things happening in, in new construction that I think a lot of buyers are sort of forgetting to think about that that really could be your your ace in the sleeve, you know, your up, the ace up your sleeve. Um, we currently in the Twin Cities, we have half the amount of inventory of homes for sale than what we did in 2019. So I, I literally remember sitting at Tom Ferry Conference, I don't know. 2018, 2019, they said, we have an inventory crisis. It's the lowest inventory we've ever seen. And it's going to take five years for us to like re, you know, regain the inventory mm-hmm. to get back to like a normal balanced market. Well, it's all things have only gotten worse. We haven't gotten better. We haven't gained any traction mm-hmm. in that five years that they're <laughs> quoting. So I don't know when we'll ever get back to a balanced market. I mean, it's not in the foreseeable mm-hmm. future, not in the Midwest anyways. No, for us either. Yeah. yeah, it'll take a long time, right? Like six months is a balanced market, yeah. six months of inventory. What do you guys have? Um, don't quote me, but I would guess that right now we're around one, one okay. to maybe a month to 1.2 months of supply. Okay. And there were points during uh, when this listing inventory shortage was really bad where it was two weeks yeah. of inventory, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. For us, it's like neighborhood by neighborhood. I would say on the Twin Cities as a whole, we have under 2%, but there are some neighborhoods and some parts of town that have like 0.6 months and 0.7 months. Mm -hmm. So considerably less than a month's worth of inventory. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, 
any time. I mean, we're not even anywhere near five to six months worth of inventory to get to a balanced market. So I don't yeah. know that things are going to the sky is not going to be crashing. It's not going to uh-huh. be like last time. Uh-uh, it felt sure. like it was all of a sudden when you and I were in the mortgage business back in the day, but it wasn't. It was like it was like a slow burn. We could see it. We didn't want to see it. Right. There Any, were indicators. <laughs> yeah, there were plenty of indicators that I think a lot of us were yeah. just choosing to ignore mm-hmm. because we have, we were talking about this this weekend when we were here. We're like, oh, yeah, my I worked for my aunt and uncle who are very conservative people. And my aunt just kept telling my cousin and I who were loan officers for them. And they said, start saving money, girls, for a rainy day. This is not always going to be like this. And we were like, she has no idea what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you drove a swanky. <laughs> Or what'd you do? You drove a Lincoln Navigator. I drove a BMW. Like we thought, and we were like in our 20s. You were in your 20s. I was in my early 30s. We thought we were invincible. Like total ball. It would never end. It was never going to end. And then all of a sudden it did. And we're Mm -hmm. like, oh my God. Now what do I do with the rest of my life? (laughs) (laughs) Now what are we going to do? So fun fact, um, Annie and I lived in Puerto Rico. I'm like, I'm moving abroad. Annie's like, I'm coming too. So we what were, else am I going to do? Yeah, we were tossing a coin between Panama and Puerto mm-hmm. Rico. We never even made it to Panama to rule that out. We mm-hmm. just ruled that one out. Um, Annie went to culinary school. It's a, well, and Puerto Rico was logistically a lot easier because yeah, it's, it's part of the U.S. US you don't have to have work visas or yeah. anything like Cell that. phones work, dollar mm-hmm. works. Yeah, so we literally like sold all of our worldly possessions. <laughs> we moved to Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and we were both like super tan and we got really <laughs> skinny and we just like hung out. It was awesome. Again, it was like this lasts forever, <laughs> which also didn't. No. And we're like, are we going to be single for the rest of our lives? <laughs> we should probably move back to the mainland and find some people to settle down with. <laughs> so we did that. Um, Another trend that we're seeing around the country is that because so many buyers and can work from home nowadays is that buyers are buying homes in other parts of the country that might be more affordable than where they currently live. You know, so there was like some little blessings and little nuggets of goodness that came out of COVID is that there's plenty of people that have way better quality of life now that they can work from home Mm -hmm. and they're not stuck doing like these ridiculous commutes um, you know, you can be at home and throw a load of laundry in and make dinner and regain two or three hours back in your day, not mm-hmm. having to drive to work every day. But then a lot of people are like, I don't have to live in Seattle or New York City anymore. Mm-hmm. I can live literally anywhere. Yeah. We had some clients get referred to me from um, an awesome referral partner out in Washington, like upstate Washington. And she said, I have some clients. They're moving to Minnesota. And I'm like, they are. <laughs> really? <laughs> Usually I'm referring people to you. Why are you referring to people to me? And she's like, they are excited. They want better temperatures and they want like better quality of life and like access to like outdoorsy stuff Mm -hmm. and, but still have like culture and art fairs and that sort of thing. The wife is an artist Mm -hmm. and the husband's an HVAC. So we have, you know, plethora of like really awesome HVAC jobs here. And she has access to be able to like be an artist. And she said, in fact, she thinks it's gonna, my lender and I went to dinner with them last Saturday. It was really fun. And he, she said, I think it's going to save me money because now I don't have to get from the West coast to art festivals all over kind of like the Midwest, which really kind of cater to her, her art and her craft. So she's like, 
if I'm already in the Midwest, this is going to save me a lot of money mm -hmm. on transportation and lodging and that sort of mm -hmm. thing. When I do the art festival circuit in the summer, I'm like, okay, that's genius. And they said, and the cost of living difference. Cost alone. of living is so much mm -hmm. cheaper. And they said they were looking in their budget and it was a piece of land with a cabin that wasn't even inhabitable. And they were like, no, <laughs> we gotta look at another option here <laughs> and they the one thing that they said like with global warming is they said washington is getting so much hotter oh, like washington state mm -hmm. and like most buildings don't have air conditioning mm -hmm. and so they said you're living in a house and then you have stretches where it's like 90 and 100 degrees mm -hmm. and they said we grew up and it was like in the 70s and 80s in the summer and so like you're just roasting all the time mm -hmm. and so like we're super excited for winter and i'm like okay <laughs> Are you though? <laughs> yeah, just wait, guys. Um, I'm going to ask you that in January. Right? <laughs> but it was just really interesting to see. Like, they can, they are just able to pack up their entire lives and their mm -hmm. kitty cat and move here. And they're super excited. Mm -hmm. um, parents have already come out and visited them. And so now we're going to start looking for a house in 2024. And they're just kind of like getting the lay of the land and getting their feet wet about like all the things Minnesota has to offer. Yeah. So, where you want to settle? Like, yeah. what part of the city suits you? Yeah and make good money and have your dollar go further than what it does in Washington. So yeah, why not? Um, so what are you guys expecting for the fall market? Do you have a lot of listings? Like people are like, we're going to just do things in the fall or what is that looking like for you guys? Yeah. Like we talked about earlier, August, people tend to just kind of be holding off a little bit while they're getting life in order. Um, but we have really stayed pretty, pretty steady. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I think we'll see it pick back up here as we head into the fall, because now people are going to be relocating before the start of the year, right? A lot of job, but we have a lot of uh, big corporations in Kansas City, new corporations, the meta uh, hub like for oh is that face there uh-huh i did not know yeah um so we have a lot of big corporations and when people relocate they usually start at the first of the year mm -hmm. so we usually see people start moving in right like de december i think maybe two years ago was like our biggest month that's awesome ever which isn't typically normal yeah but when people are relocating and a job starting in january they want to yep. come and they want to get settled so yep. we'll i think we'll start seeing that um pick up for buyers too, but even uh, people that are relocating for other jobs yeah. creates more listings too. That's awesome. Yeah. We have a lot of sellers that we've been talking to that are just starting to, you know, like, Oh, now we're wrapping up summer and we're getting our homes ready. So we have a handful of listings coming on here in the next couple of weeks. And I'm really excited about, we have a really awesome mid-century modern hint, hint. Um, that's always like our biggest, mm -hmm. if I could sell all the mid-century moderns in the twin cities, it would make me so happy. And I have so many agents reach out. They're like, do you have any more of these coming out? I'm like, I wish. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we have a really awesome one coming on. Hint, hint. Um, and my flip's going to be done. Thank Yay. God. Yeah. So my flip's going to be back on the market. So that'll be fun to get that project wrapped up. Um, but yeah, I think the market in this fall is going to be really strong. Um, something that I always tell buyers. And if it's a realtor listening to this episode, you mean this is something that you should always be sharing with your buyers and sellers is that you can never start the real estate conversation too soon because you never know, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times people get like, start thinking about it and they're like, Oh, well, we're not quite ready. Well, that timing is your timing. It's mm -hmm. not my timing. I'm like, I, it needs to be all about you, but you can never start planning for that too soon mm -hmm. because we have market predictions that you don't have that maybe could affect your timing a little bit. Yeah. 
And if it is next year, there's always those things that you need to do to prep your home for Mm -hmm. sale and maybe things you need to do to get your credit fixed or repaired or better than what it currently is. You can get a better interest rate Mm -hmm. or a more competitive interest rate. Not only that, but what happens if you have a search set up online and the house of your dreams pops up and you're like, I, I need this home. Are you at all prepared? Right. Have you started having the financial conversations to make sure that you're in the best position to get you know, a good interest rate, best right. interest rate possible right. in the current market. Cause you don't want to let that pass you by just because you're like, meh, maybe I'm not quite ready. Right. Yeah. That home won't be on the market long. No, you know that. Yeah. You saw a house pop up in Kansas city and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. If I'd seen this house like three days earlier, <laughs> your husband was probably <laughs> like, uh, thank God you didn't see it three <laughs> days earlier. I'd be like packing my golf clubs right now and I'd be moving against my will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, it's occupational hazard mm-hmm. for us for sure. Mm-hmm. God. So yeah, you can never start you can never start having that conversation too soon. So reach out to, you know, if you're not if you're in the Twin Cities, obviously reach out to our team. We'd love to work with you. And we have access to incredible agents all over the country that we would love to introduce you to. And awesome agents always have contacts for incredible lenders. So keep that in mind before you just walk into your local, you know, big box lender and just start spilling your guts about your finances. There's not all lenders are created equal Mm -hmm. as we know real, all real estate agents are Mm -hmm. not created equal either. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully give you a little snippet of what's happening and what you can expect in this fall market. Um, Hopefully we're going to see some relief with interest rates, which hopefully will um, give us some relief with inventory and the sky is not falling as I continue to say with all these podcast episodes. But if you ever have questions, please reach out. Would love to have a conversation with you. Or if you're local, would love to grab some coffee and talk all things real estate. So until next time, Bus Bench Babes, keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babes that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.